graduate of Pueblo High, a graduate of the University of Arizona. Francisco Romero spent 10 years as the sports anchor for the Telemundo affiliate here in Tucson. Now, Francisco has been behind the microphone for Spanish play-by-play of Wildcat baseball, softball, both men's and women's basketball, and football. In 2008, he took on that role with the Houston Astros after working with several major league teams across the country. Well, in 2005, Francisco was inducted into his high school media hall of fame. Pueblo High was uh, very uh, appreciative of his efforts in our community. Well, Mr. Francisco Romero is appreciative that he gets to do what he does for a living because it's something he has always dreamed of. And he makes it a point each day to keep that promise to himself as a young man to touch the grass of a major league ball field. And he gets to do that every day that he goes to work. Now, there's a lot of uncertainty in sports these days. We thought Francisco might be able to shed some light on those plans. But our conversation, it was clear that there's still too many variables to nail down any specific options that uh, the University of Arizona or Major League or any other sports have. So we talked a little bit more about Francisco, his path to success, and it was a very interesting and fun story to hear this, this success story of a, of a warrior, a wildcat, and a broadcaster. Uh, can we just start with a little bit of your background? You're a, are you a Tucson native? Well, I was born in Nogales, Mexico, and I moved to Tucson when I was 12 years old. Okay. And then I saw that you went to Pueblo High. Oh, yes. I have a PhD, a Pueblo High diploma. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and you currently now, you have a, a pretty broad career the last couple of decades in, in sports broadcasting and sports uh, information. Uh, what, what current roles do you have? Well, I'm currently the uh, Houston Astros Spanish play-by-play broadcaster alongside um, former major leaguer Alex Trevino. So that's my full-time job. But uh, during the winter and the off-season, I come back to Tucson and I broadcast Arizona football and basketball. How did you, uh, how did you get into broadcasting? You've been doing this for a couple of decades now. Yeah, the, the main reason I think it's doing it in the Spanish language uh, in Tucson, I, I have a degree from the University of Arizona, and when I finished U of A, I did a fellowship in uh, env- environmental health and, and environmental racism and the TCE problem in Tucson. So I was recruited to work for a nonprofit called the Arizona-Mexico Board of Health Foundation, Then I was... Uh, recruited to work for Pima County Department of Environmental Quality. In my college years, I worked for the Pima County Board of Supervisors as a receptionist, so that's why I went into political science. Um, having said all that, I always had a bug for sports. And when I was working for DEQ, that's when the D-backs came into the picture and the two Santoros became the sidewinders. And so I was recruited by my fader because I had already gotten a gig at Telemundo doing sports twice a, a week. This is a little hobby of mine. I'm working at the Pima County Department of Environmental Quality in a project there. So I opted to go to work for the Sidewinders. And so I left the county and all the things that I had done and the political arena to work for, for baseball. And after that, 
I was working for the Sidewinders and Telemundo at the same time. And uh, then I got the chance to broadcast uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I applied for the D-backs job, but I didn't get it. I had no experience. Uh, but the, on the second year, one of the broadcasters was didn't work for them anymore. And they hired uh, Oscar Soria from Mexico, but he didn't have his working visa yet. So they asked me to fill in for him until he got there. So that's what I did. So when the broadcaster came back, came to work, I uh, went to production. So I was producing the TV games in 99 and 2000. Uh, at the same time, doing Telemundo, working for the Sidewinders. And then we started uh, broadcasting Arizona basketball games. And then they asked us if we could do the football games in 99. So ever since then, we've been, uh, broad- I've been broadcasting Arizona sports at one time. We did uh, football, basketball, women's basketball, baseball, and softball in Spanish for the Wildcats. Uh, but right now we're just doing football and basketball. Well, after that, I left the Sidewinders, went to Telemundo full-time as a sports director. NBC bought Telemundo, so it became pretty big. And then at the same time, I was recruited to work for the... I was broadcasting the Milwaukee Brewers game. I was broadcasting every home weekend game in Milwaukee for the Brewers, about 25 games a season. Then 2004, the Twins call, so I went to broadcast about 15, 20 games for the Twins. 2005, the Reds, Cincinnati Reds, had me do a few games with Gil Heredia. All these teams were trying the Spanish market. And I was, uh, and then I got hired by the Arizona Cardinals to do the halftime report. So at one point in time in my life, I was uh, I had my full-time gig with Telemundo, 5 and 10 News. I was doing the Arizona Rockets football basketball. I was broadcasting Brewers, Twins, and Cincinnati Reds. And so that, and in 2007, I uh, I got the word that the Astros were looking for a broadcaster full-time. So I applied, and I got the job in 2008 and kept the, the Arizona Rockets broadcast. Wow, I I knew you'd had a broad career. I didn't realize that you'd have been all over. Now, when, when, in broadcasting, there's there's two roles. There's a play-by-play and then like a color commentary. Uh, and you typically do the play-by-play, correct? Correct. I uh, I do the first three innings play-by-play, and Alex Trevino does color. Then Alex goes uh, uh, four, five, and six innings, and then I finish the last three innings of play-by-play. So he gets to do the three middle innings. It's play-by-play. And uh, the rest is uh, he's my color commentator. And I would imagine then that's that's you've got to love sports if you're doing football, basketball, and baseball and softball. If you're doing play-by-play or, or any type of broadcasting, you've got really got to understand the how that sport works. Yes, yes, it's even though softball and baseball are, uh, I mean, pretty much the same, but it's still different. Um, and there's rules. There's the you know NCAA rules and the stuff like that, that you have to keep up. We haven't broadcasted softball in a while, but uh, but we did it for a few years, and it was pretty fun. I mean, especially with the Wildcats having such a great team. Uh, so, it, what's what's the hardest sport? Is it is it basketball? No, actually, basketball is. I love it because it's so quick. You got ten players on the court, and so and now with technology, the stats are right in front of you. You hardly have to write anything during the game. Of course, before you have to do your homework. But uh, football took me a while because I, I didn't play football. I played a lot of basketball. I played a lot of baseball. But I didn't play football. So it took me a while to understand uh, the, the plays and to understand 
the the you know the playbook and stuff like that. Not that I have it, but it became fun because one uh, through the first quarter you could probably you could see you know the the trends the 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 patterns that the coaches use and and the plays and you could kind of tell what's going on. So that that became a lot of fun once I really understood uh, a little bit more football. We'll be right back to the second half of our interview with Francisco Romero, University of Arizona graduate, Pueblo High graduate, uh, broadcaster for many University of Arizona sports, and uh, currently working full-time with the Houston Astros. But first, I do want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, available for streaming on downtownradio.org. Well, we're going to finish up our interview with Francisco Romero. Talked a lot about his path to success. You know, we originally brought him on the show hoping we could get some insight about U of A sports when they might be heading back. Still too early to tell, uh, but we got some really good insight from Francisco about uh, keys to success and being appreciative of where you are in life. A lot of people are trying to figure out what's going to happen with uh, Arizona sports and just collegiate sports in general over the next uh, you know year have you in the media have you guys been given any insight or uh, and any thoughts about what could happen with with football and, and, and basketball the NFL took up their, their their schedule they brought it off but uh, but not with college yet and in baseball since I'm a full-time employee of the Astros we have weekly meetings so uh, all I can say is that there is a plan for re-entry in, ba- in, in baseball, uh, but uh, that plan has many uh, options, and it's changing every day. You know, the, the ripple effects of, of sports, I think sometimes people lose sight of the, the economic impact to a community of a sports program. Uh, it, it's going to be challenging for everyone involved with an organization and, and those that support that organization. Exactly, and then in Major League Baseball, you have the Players Association, which is very strong. And the main thing, the main thing is for everyone, uh, keeping the families, the players, healthy and safe. So that comes about everything else. I know there's revenue loss in college and pro sports, and and that also hurts. But the main thing is to keep people alive, healthy, and safe. Do you think we'll see? Um in some way, shape, or form, uh, baseball being able to, to, to have a portion of their season or a, a chunk of their season completed this year? I, I think we will. Uh, I think we will. Um, but uh, how, where, when, that's a tough one. But I think we'll still see some kind of uh, baseball uh, re-entering the, you know, in, in the sports arena. With, with the U of A side of things, have, have there been any uh, any talks that you've heard of, or uh, do they keep you up to date on, on what's happening? Our, our, our broadcast rights are with uh, with uh, IMG Sports, so on that end, uh, I, I don't, I'm not in, inside the loop of what's uh, being planned in there. Well, let's let's have a little bit of good news. Do you have a couple of fun stories from 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 your broadcasting days? It's been a fun ride, to be honest with you. I mean, I started with the Astros in 2008, and I, w- I lived through the three 100 loss seasons, but I also have lived through the three 100 win seasons. So it's been fun, a lot of fun. These guys are, are young. I, I mean, it's hard to believe that Jose Altuve just turned 30 a couple of days ago when I saw him when he was 21 years old. 
because we've grown with them. My daughter was one year old, and now she's she's thirteen. When you know when we got there, she was one. So it, it's kind of like a family, and you know we go to work with these guys, and 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 my daughter has grown up, uh, grown with them, and my wife, and and so it's been a lot of fun being around them from where they were losing a lot to when they won the World Series. And even last year, we went to the World Series against the, against the, the, the Washington Nationals. Yeah, so when you're calling these games, regardless of the sport, do you start to get um, emotional or, or, or do, you, do those nerves come into play or, or are you able to separate that out and just remain objective? Broadcasting playoff games, it's another type of adrenaline. It's different. It's, it is emotional. Not that the regular games are not. Like with basketball, Arizona basketball. I, I, I mean, I went to U of A. I was a, a, a freshman when, when in the nineteen eighty eight Final Four with Sean Elliott, Steve Kerr, Tom Tolbert, Anthony Cook. I would see those guys walking around camp. That's exciting to broadcast to your school's alma mater. Thing that I said to myself when I was a kid is, before I die, I want to touch the grass of baseball field and I get to do that every every day every time I go to work first thing I do when I get to the ballpark is touch the grass because as as a kid I wanted to touch that green grass that I would watch on TV so I get to do that every day so that it's been a fun ride it's 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 amazing my first game uh that I broadcaster was the Dodgers against the Diamondbacks and I grew up a, a Dodger fan thank God that it has given me the opportunity to live out my dream and, and to meet, you know, great people and to be able to provide with my family to my family for my family with what I love to do. Now does this does this run in your family? Does your uh, does your daughter have aspirations of uh, sports or sports broadcasting? Well my daughter has her own YouTube channel already. She she actually is a host for a kids program in Spanish in, in Tucson. So she, she's been doing it for a while. She's only 13, but she's been a host since she was 10 years old. So she edits and she shoots and she does stand-ups and she talks about different things. And, and so she, it comes very natural to her because she's seen me do it all the time. I do some freelance work sometimes and I take her with me. So for her, it's all natural. And so she she wants to get into sports. She wants to get into entertainment. But at 13, she's already has a good basic knowledge of what uh, what producing is. And uh, my son also, uh, he's a senior at the U of A, and he um, he's also producing some music, uh, shooting some of his songs and and stuff like that. And I just did a video for him for one of his songs. But uh, but yeah, they 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 they've been around. Uh, it's funny because one time I was doing a voiceover at Telemundo, and so my son was, I think, five years old, and I took him with me, and it's, uh, the camera was pointing at him, and I didn't know, and the camera was rolling, so I was doing my voiceover, and he's mimicking me. <laughs> so we found that video like maybe six months ago. He's already in his 20s, and, and so we're like, oh, wow, he's mimicking what I'm saying in Spanish and, and as if he was the 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 anchor when i was doing my voiceover so those are the kind of things that these kids grow up with uh, they, i mean they don't have fear of the camera or the microphone so uh so it's, it's pretty cool but now uh, one thing that they have to understand is that not everybody gets to to have this opportunity and appreciate it so if they appreciate it uh then i think they will make something out of it and if they just take it as if some is that happens just every day everybody uh, maybe they won't 
go as far. So I hope they get to appreciate it, the, the how lucky they are to be around producing and TV and radio and, and doing this stuff uh, when I, I didn't have a chance to do that when I was a kid. A uh, couple, uh, just a last question here, and this is a kind of a, a loaded question. You mentioned you'd, you'd gone through the Astros, the, the 300 lost seasons, and now you've been to the, the pinnacle of success. You know, the, the U of A's football and basketball teams have, have been performing at levels lately that are below, uh, you know, typical standards for the university. Do you see a... Um, do you see that continuing? Do you see a, a, a potential for uh, for growth and development, especially with the U of A teams? You know what? It had the the new recruiting class that Sean Miller uh, is coming together with. It's pretty exciting. It's a little bit uh, not 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 so much of the one and done players. So it has me excited. So in, and in regards to football. Um, you know, even the last couple of years, uh, in, you, you think you have the, the players are there to make an impact in the Pac-12, and then it, it hasn't happened. But I think it eventually it will happen. We have a great head coach and, and Coach Sumlin, and, and so I think uh, once he puts all the, thing, the, the parts together, it, it could be, we could have very special seasons. So there is, of course, room to grow everywhere. So you have to be excited about Arizona football and Arizona basketball, especially with this new recruiting class, another top 10 class that Shamila has recruited. He's a great coach now. Uh, you know, when you think about the players that have come in and left so soon, it's like, wow, what, you know, what what ifs come to mind a lot. Is there anything that, that you wanted to address or anything coming up in on your end that um, we didn't uh, get a chance to talk on? You know, I want to thank people like... Uh, when I started my career, my, my college days, and you know, working for the board of supervisors with with Dan Ekstrom and Raul Rihava, Ed Moore, Mike Boyd, all those guys taught me a lot. And then Mike Fader came into my life, and the, the picture. So he he was real instrumental in in in, um, in guiding me to, uh, in the sports career. Uh, Jay Zucker, who owned Telemundo at that time, was also. Uh, one of the people who formed uh, form me, but again, the U of A, Jim Leibigood had the vision to, to to include us in in his you know at, at the U of A as broadcasters. Then Dave Hickey nowadays has been very open to us and and and, and Dr. Robbins, and so I appreciate all these local people who can uh, form a, a young man with aspirations. I was a young man back then. And my crazy ideas weren't that crazy after all. <laughs> but I, I, one thing I like to stress is if anybody wants to do something, just go after it. I mean, I knocked on the door of Mr. Living Goods, uh, of all these um, elected officials who I asked for help, and they did. So don't be afraid. Just just nothing's going to happen. You already have a no, so look for the yes and an answer. And uh, uh, I, I go by the motto of failure. It's not an option even though we fail a lot of times, but at the end of the day, if you search for what you want, you, you know, you work hard enough, you, you can get that. So, and, and I, I really, uh, appreciate my parents, uh, giving me school and, and keeping the Spanish language because that's what my career has been about in Spanish. And had I not uh, kept it and studied and uh, I have a minor in Spanish, uh, um, I wouldn't be able to do what I, what I do. So, uh, you know, be proud of your culture wherever you come from, and 
And so, you know, just, just, just work hard and enjoy life. That's Francisco Romero. He is the uh, Spanish broadcaster for the Houston Astros, as well as the University of Arizona men's basketball and football. He's had quite the career, and we were appreciative of his time coming on the show and sharing with us kind of his path to success and some of his tips for staying there and keeping nice, balanced, happy life. Well, my name is Tom Heath. You're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org.